The world has changed. The Silver Eye has attacked Celestial Summit, bringing the nations of the realm into retreat. As the world's leaders lick their wounds and ponder what they should do next, the Unfated Ones have built a new home within the ancient ruins of the Dragon Empire. Deep under the desert, the spark of something new is being forged. An armada that will stand up against the tyranny of the Silver Eye. Within the walls of the shattered citadel, the rustling sounds of a new order fill the air. Hundreds of laborers studying warlocks and new recruits busy about laying down the groundwork for what's next. We zoom into the back room of the Crow's Corner, into the war room, where Cedric sits atop a tall chair in front of his desk. Parchments are scattered across the table, a simple candle illuminating them. From the flickering candlelight, the words are revealed. Most are bills for supplies and labor imported into the citadel for the construction of the new tavern, and some are threats and warnings from several loan sharks and shadowy dealers. Cedric arches back on his chair, looking up at all the paintings of himself, his mind getting lost upon one painting of Altonshire. His mind becomes lost in memory as he reminisces about his past and origin. Uh, no I'm not. Uh, what? I said I'm not reminiscing about in Altonshire. I fucking hate that place. Bunch of dancing weirdos. Ahem, <clears throat> uh... Cedric looks back at his desk. He uncovers one of the many parchments and opens it wide. The words are written in bold text, inked in blood. Pay up or die. Eh, I can weed. Why are you talking to me like that? I'm right here. Ah, wait, wait. You can hear me. Of course I can hear you. Always narrating everything I do. Gets really annoying, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to give our stubs some context and, and describe uh, things. And Cedric will just hop up on his chair, take out his dagger, and point it to the roof above. Hey, who are you calling a stub? I'm not stubby. Everyone else is too fucking tall. What? What? Are you crazy? I, I wasn't even talking about you. Were you even listening to me? Cedric will just slice crazily into that the air. I'm not crazy, I'll fucking kill you! Okay, okay, okay. Cedric, calm down. You cannot cut me. I'm omnipotent. Oh, sorry to hear that. I've never had a problem getting it up. Heard a few stories about guys who struggles with it. That's impotent, Cedric. It's not the same thing. Cedric will start crunching down on an apple. Put his fingers away. I hope you're enjoying that apple... Listen, C- Cedric, let's let's get on with this. What were you thinking about then, if I have it wrong? You're the impotent one. You tell me. What was I thinking about? Cedric, I... Come on, I... This is your story. We're trying to do your, your... Your origin here. You're making this very difficult. Who wants to know about my story? I'm just a little guy that owns a closed corner in the... In... Yeah, everywhere. I, I, I know that, Cedric, but... What, what, what do you want me to tell them, then? What do you want me to tell people? Well, 
You could tell him about that time I told Bacho to spread a rumor about Phileas pooping on everybody. Whoa, 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 what the fuck? How the hell did I get here? Whoa! Whoa, 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 I didn't... Oh, I get... Uh, <clears throat> uh, Barchode appears in the room because I wanted him to. How the hell did I get here? I, I told you to spread the rumor about Phileas. Oh, that he poops on people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 don't worry, don't worry. I already told everyone, but Cedric, how the fuck did I just... I was on the can. Look, look, look. Barchode's pointing down, you see his pants are off. It's very rude. Uh... So, you're gonna have to replace my carpet. That's about 10,000 gold. Uh, ba bar Barcho uh, disappears, goes back to the toilet. Now, Cedric, it's my job to dictate reality. I'm the dungeon master, not you. Uh, Barcho's my bitch. I tell him when he goes and when he stays, okay? And then Barcho reappears! Barchode shits on the ground. Cedric, I don't even know how you're doing this right now, but it has to stop, okay? There's- you're get, literally getting shit everywhere. You, you- you can't have these powers. Cedric will fill the DM's mouth with shit. <coughs> Alright, now it's time for the intro. Hit it! Come and gather around for my awesome show. You'll never see low rolls. The set. No, I never lose Cause I always win Stabby stab and steal All the shiny things Gold jewels and deeds In my pocket they go Cause I'm the best thief around In the Sedgwick Quo Show <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of The Stubborn Heroes, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. My name is Adam and I am the Dungeon Master and the stubborn hero we have today is Billy, who plays Cedric. Wait, Cedric's a hero? You're a big hero, Cedric. And we also actually have a guest today, Eric Smolovsky from the Potentially Harmful Podcast. Hello! <laughs> Hello, Eric. You come from the Potentially Harmful Podcast. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, it's uh, roughly once a month. A few of my friends and I gather around and just discuss different topics that we uh, come up with, that we uh, we have going on through a list, and just discuss them with each other and sort of banter back and forth. Mostly video games, movies, stuff like that, pop culture stuff? Uh, or do you ever talk about serious things? It, it, it can, yes. Uh, episode 2 went a little dark, <laughs> and I will, I, will, I will say that. But... Um, yeah, it, 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 it is more of your nerdiness is your base, but it does delve deeper from there. You can find us at potentiallyharmful.simplecast.fm, and you can follow us on Twitter at RealMurderBus. So make sure you follow Eric and his podcast. And what Eric's actually doing here today, which I'm sure you're wondering, or Stubbs are probably wondering, because this is rather out of the ordinary, is you're actually going to be guest starring... In Cedric's origin story, you're Correct. going to be playing a character who will pop up at some point, you know, just for fun. Because <laughs> if we can have fun with anybody's origin story, it's going to be Cedric's. So, we're going to begin in the Shattered Citadel, in the War Room. Cedric, you're currently at your desk and you're going through all of these different notes and everything. The, the, the door to your chamber opens and Barchode enters. And he's holding... A silver platter 
with your breakfast and some wine as well. Hey, Sedwick, I got your wine. He's coming in. The plate is just rattling with all of these items. Is it the red or the white? That's right. Um, is, is there a right answer? Probably not. Okay, it's red. Yeah. <laughs> he puts it down on the table. It's like, what you doing? Just reading some papers. Nothing important. Oh, good, good. Oh. Yeah, I didn't really have a lot of plans today. What, uh, what do you want to do? Same thing I do every day. Get drunk. <laughs> steal shiny things. Kill us one, maybe two people. Maybe oh. more. And stab me, right? We'll see how it goes. Oh, good. Because I gotta be honest, I think I got some gangrene going on. And this one down here, and he lifts up his belly, and there's a pussing, oozing, gaping, bubbly... Ah, rub some dirt on it, you'll be fine. I already did that, it didn't do anything. Ugh. Try some mud. Coolness will help soothe it, I promise. Alright, I'll try, uh, I'll try some of the mud then. Well, since I don't have plans, and you don't have plans, how about we get fucking drunk? That's what we do every day. That's true. And then we're going to move on, and it's going, we're going to go to Cedric and Barchode. You two are getting rather inebriated. Barchode is completely red in the face, and he's, <laughs> and he's sitting at the desk with you, and he's going through some of these notes, and he's like, if you don't pay up now, we'll chop your legs off. <laughs> like you could get any shorter. <laughs> ah... And Cedric will throw a dagger through his foot and pin him to the ground. Ah, oh, 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 okay, 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 okay. I'm sorry, god damn it. I just had that foot healed. You know I'm sensitive about my height. I know, I'm sorry. After his scream, you're just going to see Rathy sort of point her head in the screen dragon board with uh, blonde hair. Hey, we have customers. Why are you being so loud? Let's throw a knife in, uh... Like at the door, not she at her. She catches it and tucks it back at you and it lands right in front of you. And she's like, Cedric, I already told you don't you fuck with me. I'm already bartending out here. Okay? Why don't you come out and help us? She's <laughs> got really masculine at the end there. Yeah. I'm not always convinced that she's really a woman, you know? There's only one way to find out. I'm not going near that thing. Come on. Give me a thousand gold. You two are fucked. <laughs> she leaves. And then Barchode continues sipping at his wine. Hey, Barchode, you take care of that thing I told you to do? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I did. The bards will be singing about it for years to come. But I must ask, why tell everyone that Phileas poops on people? Why not? It's just a rather strange thing to do, you know? Do you know for a fact that he doesn't poop on people? Right. Everybody's got to poop. Where's you he know, go? Although I've never, you know, I've never seen him poop before. Yeah, because he does it when he's in bird form and he poops on people. You ever wonder why there's big pools of shit? He raises his wine glass to you and he goes, Yeah, you're doing the God's work, Cedric. You gotta warn people about this guy. He's... He's a he's he's a maniac. We we really we really got to take care of this. Cedric, Cedric. Oh, I got this idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. We should play a game. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. 
I don't know about Toad. Last time we played a game, you ended up losing your soul to an archdevil. Hey! I'm sure Avernus ain't a bad place to go when I die. At least now I know where I'm going. Yeah, because getting ass raped in a hot pointy sticks is not your ideal way to spend eternity. You want to play the game or not? What game? It's called Two Truths and a Lie. Yeah, listen. I'll be honest with you, Cedric. You're a fucking mystery to me. I've been working with you for decades now. And I still know nothing about you. So, you tell me three stories. Okay? Two of them are true. And one of them's a lie. And at the end, I tell you which one's a lie. I've never told anyone my story before. Hmm. All right. I'll play you again. You will? All right, all right, all right. Just one second. I'm going to need more wine. Rathy! And Rathy just chucks a wine bottle at you guys. Uh, there's a wine bottle flying through the air right now. Uh, Barchode is going to try to grab it. He rolls a three. Hits him in the face. Barchode leaps up and goes, ah! And it hits him on the face. Oh! And then it flips in the air and it's now spinning. I will catch the bottle. Okay, do a dex save. Uh, it's 19 before. <laughs> so it's flipping in the air. Bartrode's like, ah, and he's holding his face as it bounces off his face, and now it's flipping. It's about to fall down and smash. What do you do? I'll, like, propel myself forward like, yeah. from the table, launch up, stomp on Bartrode's face, launch myself, and grab it. Yeah, Bartro's like, oh, now his nose is bleeding. And then you grab the bottle, you do a flip, you land on your feet on the ground. And now you're just holding this wine bottle in your hand. Oh, fuck. Good, good job, Cedric. Oh, fuck. Oh. You know, I didn't have to do that, but I wanted to. I know you're, you're such a, oh, you're such a fan, just, just boss. I, I really, I'm so happy that... I don't work for Iron Gun anymore. Oh, you take good care of me. Oh. At least I didn't stab you. Okay, we're gonna tell the story or what? Ugh. Let's go to a more comfortable spot. And he'll go to uh, his big throne that he had out in the main bar area. <laughs> yeah, you walk out, and the bar is actually uh, buzzing with several people. There's this red-headed dwarf at the bar, and he looks over, he's like, Oi, when we get getting halflings in here? It's so fucking small. Well, there you Halflings and gnomes, and he points at you. Fucking gnomes in here. <laughs> Gnome. <laughs> hey, uh, come over here for a second. What? I'm okay, I'm just trying to drink and supply. Oh, come on, I'll give you a hundred gold just for coming over and talking. A hundred gold? Hey, nobody else has asked me what I'm doing here, might as well. And he gets off the bar and says, Oh, I want under a gold piece. No, you, you gotta, you gotta stand over there. Okay. Where's my under gold piece? It's over there. I just told you, it's right there. All right. Right up against the wall there. All right. Let's go over there. And he starts walking. And then he'll just <sighs> use his ring of the ram and launch him through the wall. <laughs> Everybody in the bar goes, Ah! We just built that wall. <laughs> Gonna have to rebuild it. Call me a gnome. <laughs> he's, and he's just completely covered 
in, uh, in, in debris. There's still uh, some construction going on. You see the construction, the little uh, halfling construction workers, they, uh, they run up and they start rebuilding the wall immediately. <laughs> that guy wasn't very smart, says Barchode, who's uh, holding his nose shut. He's sticking a little, little um, cloth into it. Cloth into his nostril. I want to say Kleenex, but then I was like, that's a brand name. <laughs> We're not cloth up yet. his nostrils. You and Barchode uh, go sit by the fire. A few of the patrons are sort of looking over, and uh, but none of them have really joined you yet. But you're definitely within earshot of everybody who's in the bar. Barchode uh, sits down, he gets his wine. Rathy comes up and she starts pouring wine into your glass. I'll just drink the bottle. Okay, she's like, fine. Hey, you still haven't paid me. After this job I got coming up, I swear, it's a, it's a good one. You better remember what happens if you don't pay me on time, Cedric. You know, you still owe us for the, the building the walls and everything. That's it, fine. Is that the halfling or the workers? Yeah. Who you like? Okay. <laughs> okay, Cedric. Come on, I'm eagerly awaiting. Alright. Two truths and a lie, huh? Alright. The fire is crackling beside you. As you look like you're reminiscing about something. It all started not that long ago in a place far, far away. And that is when we pan into a view of Altonshire, ancestral home of the halfling race, a landmass of sprawling farmland and small hovels built into the nooks and crannies of the rolling hills. In the distance from this small little village that you come from, the village of, I don't know, what's it called? Everblossom. Everblossom. The village of Everblossom, where you were born and raised. In the distance on the horizon lay the College of Music and Merriment, which you can see just poking just below the clouds. Autumn has settled in, and the orange leaves fall gently on the ground below. The trees are swaying with a brisk wind, and the sounds of busying villagers, all halflings scurrying about, laughing and playing throughout their day. The orange leaves on the ground crunch beneath your feet. Crunch, 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 quicker and quicker as you are running away, running for your life. Three halfling children twice your size make chase as you're running through the town. Uh, Eric, would you like to play one of the halfling kids? Sure. <laughs> We're gonna get you, twerp! Come on, come on! We're faster! <laughs> I'm gonna beat you so bad your mom won't even recognize you! Not that he has a mom! They're <laughs> <laughs> chasing after you. You're running through, ducking beneath some halfling's legs, because you're very small. You've always been smaller than the average halfling. You're, you're running across some uh, food carts. <laughs> One of the fruit stand vendors is there. And he's, All right, get off my fruit! Word! They continue chasing you. Very agile. He's getting away! He's going to the alley! Get him! Hurry! No way, he's not gonna get away this time! One, one, fast as he can! I like that. Roll dex, please. I would like you to do a dex check to see uh, how well you maneuver through uh, the small village. 19. 
that's an extremely high roll. You're, you're able to maneuver through uh, with complete ease. You hear, uh, at first it was maybe five or six of these bullies were chasing you, but now it's lower, two or three of them. The other the other ones getting caught uh, through all the little nooks and crannies that they couldn't, that you're able to make it through easily. And two who are left are just like pushing through the halflings as they're running through this town. You hop up a pole leap onto somebody's house, scurry over and leap down the back of, into their backyard, hopping over their farm animals, their pigs and their cows on top of them as you're hopping through. The bullies just run around and then jump through the fence and they're chasing you through that little garden as well until you end up in another person's backyard, scurrying over the fence and then in front of their house and back into the town. And as you're running, you see that uh, just ahead of you, maybe about 40 feet and to your right is, is where you have a hidden entrance which leads to a tunnel that leads to your hovel, to your home. And it's hidden, and you know it's there. And then, flanking you from both sides are the two bullies who are left. And you see that they're coming, one from your right, one from your left. Oh, oh boy, oh! I, 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 I'll roll for stealth. I'm gonna go this way! I'm gonna cut him off! You meet him in the middle! Yeah, we're gonna get him! He's right there! I can see him! <laughs> Ah, and they're pushing through the people, and you rolled a uh, stealth of... 18. 18! Okay, that's perfect. You stealth through, you stop immediately, and then you just duck on the ground, and you just sort of crawl your way underneath all the legs of all these people. And the two bullies just sort of collide with each other. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, get the fuck out of my way! Hey, where'd he go? I don't, I don't know. What do you mean you didn't see him? Who's right here? Him. I don't see him! Alright, right, you go that way, I'm gonna go check this way. Entrance, and as you're getting there, you just hear them shouting... You can run, but you can't hide. Brando Barris, we'll get you eventually. Then we cut back to Crow's Corner. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec. When we cut back to Crow's Corner, you see now there's, you know, there's about two or three of the bar's patrons are there listening to your story while they're drinking as well, beside Barchow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, Cedric, your name was Brando Barris? Yeah, it might have been a once upon a time, I don't know. But Brando Barris is one of the halfling gods, Cedric. I oh, oh god, oh, what the fuck? Oh my! Never interrupt me when I'm telling my story. The bartenders, or the other patrons, like, ha ha, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I love visuals in a. Okay, 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 fine. Continue. We cut back to Altonshire. You can't run forever, Brando Barris. I'll find you, you freak! And you just slowly escape into your hovel, frightened. <laughs> and you go into your little hole. And you, you start moving, maneuvering. Uh, this hole is actually built inside of a pile of, of uh, garbage. You made a little hole and you, in this little cavern that you've made. You're the only one who can fit into this little thing. Nobody else knows it exists. And uh, in about 10 or 15 minutes of moving through these little tunnels that you've constructed for yourself, you end up coming up through a sewage... Uh, hole that goes into your hovel and you end up in your little hole. You smell of garbage. There's just a single candlelight flickering lighting up the room. So you make it home. It's a small hovel that lay on the outskirts of town. The home was left to you from your parents who died when you were very young. Your aunt has looked after you since their death, but most of the time she's not around. You enter your home and you are greeted by your cat, Sniffles. Hey there, Sniffles. <laughs> Sniffles begins cuddling against your leg, meowing at you. She's a, a calico cat, she's multicolored. 
she's one of the only friends that you've ever truly had that oh, has shown you love. And you do. I just pet it. You pick up Sniffles. You begin to start to make yourself a meal. Sniffles climbs up on your back. You snuggle with her while you're making your food. You'll never believe what happened, Sniffles. They chased me all over town again. Yeah, the, the, the mean kids. Lucky for me, though. They can't catch me. I'm just too quick. You f- suddenly get this force around you. You feel like you're, the, this place is shaking. And you feel Uh-oh. drawn to a mirror across from you. You know what will be waiting there as you hear a voice coming from it. Bunch of pussies. They got no idea what's coming. They'll see. They'll see. You hear this voice saying these things. Do you approach the mirror? <laughs> Who said that? He walks over to the mirror. Hey! Hey, it's okay! It's okay, don't worry. Just let me in, and I'll take care of everything. I'll just go, I'll take care of the problem. You'll never hear from these kids again, and there'll never be a problem ever again. For anybody. What do you mean? Let you in? You the, just... ru- the force of the room shakes again. You just gotta let go. Let go? Yeah. Just go for a little nap. Sniffles hisses at the mirror. Fucking cats. I hate them. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. You'll be fine. The cat's stupid. I don't know if Mr. Sniffles doesn't like you. If you don't let me in, something bad's gonna happen. Mark my words, something's coming. And if I'm not there, you're gonna regret it. No, I can't do it. It's just, it's not right. And it'll just walk away. And as you're walking away, the room shakes again as this force says one last thing to you. You can't fight it forever. I'll take over eventually. And then the night goes on. You pick up your meal and you climb up a ladder to the top of your hovel. And the sun has just set in the horizon. You sit upon the top of your hovel. Your feet are hanging off the ledge. You're on the outskirts of the town, but you look towards the town itself. And there's a large bonfire there. In, in In that distance around the bonfire, you hear music and dancing and singing. All the other halflings are having fun. The music is beautiful and sweet. You look up to the infinite stars above, the pale moon and swaths of purple and green that move across the night sky. And you take a deep breath in the cool night air. Sniffles is beside you as you're finishing up your meal. Ah, Sniffles, you're my best friend. Good cat. Good cat. <laughs> it has to be something cheesy because then they yeah. like, oh, and it's a nice boy. As you're snuggling, uh, Sniffles, Sniffles looks behind you as a familiar voice starts in. A female halfling, your oldest friend that you've ever known. Her face is freckled, eyes blue, and seem to glow with life. Her hair tied up in a bow, red and fiery. Didn't miss anything, did I? 
Hey there, Yondala. <clears throat> oh, Sniffles. And the Sniffles hops up into her lap. She starts petting him and kissing him. He's purring. <laughs> Oi, Sniffles. Oh, yeah, wee tyke. Good girl, good girl. She approaches you and sits down next to you as she's petting Sniffles. Both of your legs now hang over the edge. She looks over you. What's wrong with you? Are you okay, Brando? Yeah. The kids in town were chasing me around again. Was it Aaron and those boys? They're always causing you trouble, Brando. Yeah. You ever think about maybe you should join up with the others? You could sing and dance. You could go to the college. When it comes to running, I'm good. You know I can't dance. I... I know. (sighs) Listen, I got to go away for a bit. I really like our visits. And I hope that when I get back, you'll still be here. Where else would I go? I know Aaron and them can be so harsh to you, and I just worry about you all the time. You're one of my favorites, you know that. I'll be alright. They can't catch me. Alright. Well, Sniffles? It's time to go back to your daddy. She hands Sniffles to you. And she looks on and you two enjoy the evening uh, watching the celebration from afar. And then night comes and Yondala stands up. Well, I've, I've got to go now. Promise me you'll still be here when I get back. Of course. You know, I always worried about you. You know, I mean, there's there's a force around you. And there's also a dark part here. A dark part? A dark part. And you, I think you know what I'm saying. Times will get hard. And you have a good heart. And I want you to keep that. You can't let the darkness in. I'll try not to. All right. Because you remember, you're my favorite. She winks at you. And she... Oh, shucks. Rubs you on the head and she's like, I'll see you when I return. As you turn around to look at her, and you just see almost like a bunch of leaves flowing in the wind. All right, Sniffles. Time to go. And you and Sniffles go into your room, down to your hovel. You change into your bedtime clothes and... You make your bed and you lay down, ready for a new day tomorrow. Another My challenge. My favorite underwear, Captain Under <laughs> Captain Undergarments. <laughs> Captain you wear the Captain Undergarments <laughs> underwears, and uh, you're just wearing a tunic. It's just a tunic. That's all it is. You just wear a tunic. It's your favorite outfit. And uh, you lay down in your bed and you're snuggling with Sniffles. Sniffles gives you a little kiss. And you go to sleep. Halfway through the night, Sniffles leaves your side, but you don't notice. Then you're awoken by a smash. <laughs> smash. And you hear voices. <laughs> this will show them. <laughs> little shit. Shut up, you little shit. Hey, who's there? You don't hear anything, but you hear more commotion. Get it, get it, yeah, little shit, stupid cat. Girls, let me have it. Toss it here. Get it. 
Yeah, <laughs> you stupid little shittles. You come out the door and you look and you see those bullies from earlier. There's six of them. One of them, the main one, Aaron, who you know, is like shaking Sniffles in his hand. Sniffles trying to scratch at him. Scratch him in the face. Ah, he has a little shit. Take Sniffles. He, he's holding her by the throat and he looks over at you. Oh, look. The little twerp's awake. <laughs> we told you we'd get you. <laughs> your place is being... The other ones are just uh, laughing and they're they're destroying all your stuff. They're smashing your plates on the ground. They're picking up your table, knocking it over. There's uh, paintings of your family there. They're just ripping them apart. Hey, let Sniffles go. Oh, what's wrong, little Brando Barris? God gonna cry again? Come on. <laughs> You are your little sniffles, your only friend in the world. And then uh, one of them comes up and punches you in the face. Take this! <laughs> You're knocked down to the ground. Kick him! Kick him! Yeah! Uh, uh, loser, uh, you shouldn't even be alive. This is gonna show you for being short. That's right. That's right. My dad warned me about you. He told me your family's cursed. You guys are cursed with being special. Say bye-bye to your kitty cat there. And he drops her body. Sniffles is now laying there beside you. <laughs> now you got nobody. Nobody, you loser, loser. And then the room shakes. But not to them. They don't seem to notice. Only you do. And that familiar feeling coming from the mirror as the voice is there. I can help you. Just let me in. Just one <laughs> minute. That's all I need. Let's <laughs> <laughs> burn it to the ground. Leave his body. Oh, that's a great idea. And one of them. No, give it to me. I want to do it. No, I want to do no, it. No, no. Oh, shit. I, I, I can't. Come on. Just one minute, and that's all we'll take, and it's all over. Okay. You look over, and you see Sniffles there, dead on the ground, lifeless eyes. Okay. Say it. Okay. All right. Take over. And the room shakes again. But again, you seem to be the only one perceiving this shaking that's going on. And then all of a sudden, you feel as your vision is being engulfed, and then Cedric opens up his eyes. Give me it! No, oh, I'm gonna burn, burn it down! It. No, come on! Come on! Come on! What's around me that's sharp and pointy? Tons of different knives and forks, but you do see a little box that's left over from your father, which you know contains two daggers. It's on this, like, shrine to one of your, like, grandparents who, who used to use them. They're, like, ancient daggers. And that shrine has been knocked over, and the <clears> box <throat> is on the ground and open. And you just see the shine of the two daggers. Clink, clink, clink. You're just sort of... What happens, like, you were down on the ground, you just, like, rise up. So he's, uh... He's just laying there, he's looking around. Just like, huh. He actually did it. So what are we gonna burn first, huh? Your bed? <laughs> yeah, let's burn your bed, then you have nowhere to sleep, Brando. <laughs> Brando the Dumbo. <laughs> really, that's all you got? Okay, well, I'm not, I'm not a joke writer, okay? I, I specialized in fucking uh, uh, loots, 
Okay? Well, then to play him a loop joke, okay? Okay. You're stupid loop. I'm not good at this! <laughs> and then he won't even acknowledge them at all. He's just like, the looking fuck? down at like, huh? Hey, hey right. we're, we're gonna burn down your house. Do you not care? Burn down your house, you fucking just loop. stone face. Hey, fucking get him. And get just, him. Hey, you know okay. what? Kind of like, Hey, and he's just walking no, around. here. <laughs> we're, we're, we're torturing you here. We're gonna. And then he'll go in. Uh... All right. And then, then one of them, the uh, one who's holding the fiery Molotov, there, walks up to you. Hey, come here, you. So I imagine he's like kind of come up behind me. He's put his arm, his hand on your shoulder. And then he'll grab his hand, pull him down, and smash his dick. Just fucking <laughs> from behind. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey guys, get him! Oh. Two more are running up. Hey, we're just gonna get you. Grab the daggers and just. I'm gonna have some fun with this. What? Wait, no. And no, we're the ones having fun. As you're hitting the dick, though, you you drop this Molotov and it falls to the side. <laughs> some fire uh, starting to grow on the side there. Oh shit! Okay, Norton, guys, enough playing with him. Knock him out, okay? We have to make it look like it was an accident. Yeah, you hit him hard, okay? And um. I'll roll for stealth. 14. Add your mods. Uh, it's 20. You have advantage, by the way. Yeah. It's your home. <laughs> 20. <laughs> Five? 25. Okay, and then uh, as they're reaching for you, you just seem to disappear in the shadow. Before that, I'll just look up at them and just give them, like, a fucking scary smile. Like a creepy, like... Hey! One of them is held back. He's like, oh, 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 what the fuck? And just... Wait, wait, wait! Where'd he go? I don't know! He was right here! Alright, you go check that room. I'm gonna go check this room. And Aaron, hey, I'm the boss here. You go... I'll go check that room. He'll go check this room. Okay, fine. <laughs> go check that room. What? What? Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, he said he's gonna go check that room. No, I'm gonna check that room. No, he's fire. He's he's gonna gonna check what the fuck? He's gonna do a perception check. 13, which is, uh, he can't beat yourself. Wait, did you say that? And then right beside, uh, one of them, I'd say Cedric's face, he just emerges. <laughs> comes out with this Like crazy... the opposite of 300? Yeah. Where the fucking guy that disappears in the shadow? Just yeah. Like... Yeah, comes out. <laughs> just... Hey there! Right oh, Jesus him, Christ! Just fucking slices his throat. <laughs> what the fuck? All of them are right now. <laughs> One of them takes out a dagger of his own. He runs at you. <laughs> for stealth again. You don't have to. Okay. Nat 20. <laughs> Nat 20. Okay, you can. <laughs> I guess you can. And he goes up and he tries to stab you. And you Gone. just disappear. <laughs> How many? Now there's four of them. Aaron and three others, and, and this one is just gurgling on the ground. God damn it! And he ta- Aaron takes out his his sword. If we all stick together, he won't be able to get us. But the fire, Aaron! Shut up! It's spreading! Yeah, yeah, the fire, the fire is spreading. We don't have time. He's just whispering to us like a madman. What the fuck? Brando, Brando, listen. Got out of hand. Then who is? One is, and he runs for the door. <laughs> He'll throw one of the daggers right in the back. Of oh! And he falls over. Hey, hey, hey. Oh. don't be scared. We're having left. fun, remember? Oh, guys. All right, back to back. No, 
You have to. Yes. Okay, I thought you were saying you wanted to leave. No, we have to stick together. We have to end this now. And then back to back and just start swinging. Aaron's going to swing for the shadows just randomly trying to hit you. And he just hits nothing. The other two are left there back to back. Swing and miss. Oh, so close. The two are left. Aaron's just in the shadow swinging his sword. The other no, Drain behind you! No, over there! Drain! Drain! <laughs> then uh, he'll jump on the face of one, kind of like just mm-hmm. looking like a face oh. hugger. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> this one just drops his head. Oh, God! He's like, please, please, please. And then, hey, I only did it because Aaron wanted me to. As he just slams on the ground, he's going to run forward and just... Right through the jaw. Up I did not. And Aaron just turns around with his sword, and he just sees you there, and you're covered in blood, holding two daggers. And those two are just twitching on the ground around you. And the fire is just roaring beside you. Just with that, still with that evil grin. Whoa. Whoa. What are you? I guess. I never really did have a name. I think I'll call myself... Sedwick. He's trying to get up some courage. He's like, Sedwick? No. I'll kill you, Brando! I'll kill you! And he comes and swings at you. And he'll just duck. And you duck and, just, and he falls into the fire. And he comes out of it and half his body's burned. You can't get away with this. They'll find our bodies and you'll go to prison. Stay there for your whole life. What's the best way to cover up evidence? Oh yeah, fire. And then he'll just push him back into the fire. And the flames engulf him. This whole place is lighting on fire now. Sniffle's dead body is still on the ground, not burned. But the fire slowly engulfs it as well. As if your past, metaphorically, is being erased. And then you step out of this burning home. Do you pick anything up before you leave? Any items you can make Just up in your box. head right now? You pick up the box with... Like his father's... Yep. Memorabilia or uh, daggers and... Yep, and you pick that up and you just... As you walk out of this burning hovel, and then we fade to black, and then we return to Crow's Corner. And then there's actually a pretty healthy audience there. Maybe like ten people are all standing around there like, <gasps> Oh my god! And Bartow goes, Yondala? You knew Yondala? Well, technically it wasn't me, it was the other me. But, yeah. Well, I think I already know what the lie is. <laughs> and a few of them are snickering. <laughs> okay. Wait. Tell yeah. another one! Tell another one! Yeah! Yeah, why? How? This whole time, you're telling me this is the truth. You were in Altenshire. I yeah. never heard of your family. I did research. Everybody comes from Altenshire. All the halflings, anyway. I guess so. Oh, another tale! Another tale! Woo! Keep going! Keep going! We want another one! I need more beer! I just shit my pants! <laughs> Getting rather More light. death! More fire! <laughs> that was pretty, uh, pretty fucking extreme, Cedric. Yeah. It's one of my fondest memories. Holy shit. Okay. Well, you, you look down and 
your uh, wine is empty because you've drunk it all. Well, that's not right. And then immediately you get a mug put in front of you and it's being filled by Rathi. I really like that story. Thanks. Now, where was I? Uh, tr- two truths and lie. You're about to tell us two true stories. Because that one was ridiculous, so go on. Okay, I got one. Once upon a time. We move into the roaring seas. The sound of tribal drums are And then upon the horizon, an island is seen. It is a jungle full of snakes. Uh, all sorts of creatures that could kill you with venom and poison. And within this jungle is a large, old temple. Crudely made, large ships are parked at a makeshift little harbor, these old tribal homes. Large creatures inhabit this island. Trolls. They have large tusks. Their skin is ashen and white. They seem to stand more upright. They don't seem like bestial. They seem intelligent. They have these red bloody tattoos all over their bodies. Their eyes glow a blood red as well. Being kicked out of the ship is Cedric, who has manacles around his back. And behind him is Barcho. Ah, oh, fuck. Ah, oh, shit. Hey, hey, come on, come on. I'm sure we can talk to so. Oh, for fuck's sake, Cedric, what did you get us into this time? Uh, the know. chain of events that led us to this exact moment were ridiculous. Aren't they always? Yeah, but we're not going to hear about how that happened. But we got here somehow. And you two are being shifted up into one of the trolls. The trolls are like ten feet tall. One looks down at you with his large tusks. You go, man! And he hits you with a staff. And you two are hitting the ass to move forward. You're in a line of slaves from the ship being moved along a path into the jungle. So like... Chain of people that just goes like this. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. There's like a dip in height there, but most of the people who are taken, they're all different races. You see a drow there, you see a tiefling, you see humans. I almost imagine like in the chain is like him just being held up by the chain because it's his <laughs> Cedric, what the hell? You're making this hot on me. Better you than me. Um, do a perception check as you look around, Cedric. Eleven. Okay, that's fine. Uh, with an eleven, you you look around, you see that there are probably hundreds of large trolls that live here. You also see some troll children, and some of them, uh, the mothers, are just like holding the child and they're looking at you and they're whispering to each other. Some of the kids are pointing, going, <laughs> "The sacrifice! The sacrifice! Sacrifice! I don't know if I like the sound of that. Definitely don't like the sound of that, Sedwick." And you also look around, you look at uh, right behind um, Barjo, you notice there's a large, uh, pale, white creature standing behind him, who's also chained and just walking. How tall are you? Uh, at this point, I am six foot one. Yeah, he's very tall. But, uh, but, but I am hunched over, cause we... <clears throat> so I appear shorter than I am. It's all white fur. Barjo doesn't see him, he's just like, oh, I don't want to die here, Cedric. Cedric, I don't want to die here. And Cedric will turn and be like, Well, of course nobody wants to. Holy fucking hell. What? What the fuck is that thing? Bartrog's not looking behind him. I don't want to look. 
What does it look like? Just tell me. It, 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 fucking, I, it looks like it wants to eat you. To be honest. <laughs> and Bartrand's just going to slowly turn around. What does he see? Eric. Uh, you see a, um, a hunched over, pale white, uh, covered in fur, bear-like humanoid known as a Quagoth. Uh, large talons, sharp teeth, not quite the snout of a bear. It's, it, it is, it is uh, like a snub-nosed, so it is quite short. Um, Would you compare it to like a giant ape, almost? Kind of, but more predatory, like uh, more canine, bearish. Not very heavily built. It, it, he is, he is uh, more slender, uh, muscly built than mm-hmm. bulky at this point. And he's just hunched over, very into himself, and notices you looking at him. I'm not hungry now, but I'll get there. <laughs> well, if you have to eat somebody, make sure it's that one. Oh, what the fuck, Sedwick? I'm your oldest friend. Yeah, but people gotta eat. I don't want to get eaten. <laughs> you do look tasty. He looks up, he's like, thank you, I guess. Move along, move along, <laughs> says the trolls. <laughs> We're kicking you, and you guys continue moving through this jungle. There's a large anaconda-type snake slithering around, and it starts moving up towards you, Cedric, as you're walking. Uh. It opens up its mouth. You look like a tasty morsel for it. <laughs> you're chained at the hands. I'm going to give it a kick. <laughs> and it goes to try to snap at Cedric, and then you... Just give it a quick, uh, swift kick in the side of the head. Yeah, it gets kicked in the side of the head with such force. And then it slithers away. Oh, oh, thank God. I fucking hate snakes, and I don't have my lockpick. You, you saved his life there. Well, well, well if, if you get eaten, I get dragged too. It's it, not, not good. No. Oh. He's not very smart, is he? Hey, he's big, and he already saved my life once. I like them. We're chained together. That's true. Oh. Yep. Okay. <laughs> hey, maybe we could help each other out. Help? How? I, I, I don't know, but like later or something. I don't, I'm not, I'm not hundred percent, but uh, Cedric will think of something. This right here, this is Cedric Crow. Uh-huh. I know you haven't met him. He's my best friend in the world and he's always gotten us out of sticky situations. If anybody can get us out of here, it's that guy right there. He's not, he's not sticky now. No. <laughs> Anyways, I'm I'm Barchode. What's your name? Uh, me, uh, Aranov. 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 It's Aranov for me. Aranov what? Aranov. Aranov what? Where are you from? Deep, dark, scary, bad place, bad. Okay, forget I asked. Zedwick, how the fuck are we getting out of here? I'm still working on that one. We continue moving you through until you notice that you start stepping onto stone now. And uh, this stone is completely covered by the uh, island itself. And it even moves up the hills um, up along the sides as this path begins winding up towards what opens up to be in the jungle. A large, almost pyramid-type temple within the middle of the jungle. And you just hear these drums, these... And surrounding this temple are just... Dozens and dozens of these trolls with the ashen skin, these red tattoos, these bloody, magically filled blood eyes. Sacrifices up there! 
I know. Come, sacrifices. And uh, you see that the line ahead of you walks up to the temple and then starts walking up the pyramid, up the steps to the top, where you hear screams. Hey, I think I know this song. Uh, Aaron's gonna resist a little bit and not quite go up the, the steps willingly. <laughs> and the two trolls come up and they, they grasp at you. <gasps> you go up with everybody else. The blood queen needs your blood. Cedric Cid- will uh, pretend to trip and fall over. <laughs> Get up, little one. I can't. And they pick up the chain and one of them picks you up and he's just holding you in front of him. You are so small. Maybe I eat you instead. What can you give to Blood Queen? Mm, I, I think you I think you should eat me right now. But first, you know, you're you're gonna have to take the chains off because you can't eat my hands through the chains. So you're gonna have to take them off and then you you'll be able to eat me. I'll roll a persuasion check. Okay, roll <laughs> persuasion. Which is a natural one! So fuck me, but I can't roll once. No, you can't! No, you can't! Not even on persuasion, eh? Okay. Which is 13. Uh, he has a 19. Nope. So uh, he's gonna look and he's gonna Sounds tempting! And his little tusks are there and he's, his teeth are there and he's like. Aaron's gonna reach out and uh, grab me. No, I, 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 I take him up. It, it, I, I take. <laughs> You're just holding him. Yeah. Marcho's underneath, like, ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> oh, squished against Aaron's little body there. Another troll comes up. Why line stop? Blood queen. We go, we go. Stop, stop. We you go. just keep walking. You start making your way up the steps. The screams are getting louder up top till you end up what seems to be an altar in the center of this uh, square. The very top is uh, square. The ruin is just covered in old moss and vegetation that is just growing all throughout it. This place is an ancient place. This altar is there, and the altar itself has these indentations, these carvings in all these very tribalistic symbols upon it. The carvings go down the sides of this altar, and then throughout all over this large pyramid that you're at. And what's happening ahead of you, one by one, is they take a slave and they cut their throat and bleed them dry upon the altar and the blood dips into it. Only a few more than Blood Queen can be born again. (laughs) Says this large troll who seems more intelligent than the others. He's holding a large staff. He's decrepit and old. And he says, bring more slaves. And he looks at the three of you and one of them's looking at the three of you to pick. It's like, that one say you plan? You escape. <laughs> uh, and he looks and he's pointing at Cedric. You should uh you should pick this guy. I am too I'm too small and you won't get a lot of blood from me. Who are you but, pointing at? Barchoke. Cedric, what the fuck? What what he's bigger than I am and you, you, you get my blood. Cedric! Persuasion. Oh, I thought that was a fucking one again. <laughs> Against a three. Mm, tasty. And he grabs him, uh, Barcho by the throat. No! And then he cuts the chain between who's between you two. So uh, you two are no longer chained to each other. You're uh, chained to two different sides of the line. Mm. Your chain is sort of circling around this thing. He picks up Barcho. 
Cedric, what the fuck did you do? Why? Why? And they place Sarcho down upon the altar. One more and the Blood Queen shall rise. Wait, 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 wait. And he raises this blade. Come to and think shines, about it. And they're all going, ooh-ah, ooh-ah, ooh-ah. You're, you're probably not going to get a lot of blood from him either. So you should probably sacrifice both of us at the same time, just to be safe. What is this insanity? Uh, it's a 50. He, he looks at you and he smiles. He, no. And he stabs directly into Barchode's belly. Barchode's like, ah, nothing I'm not already used to. And then he cuts. His guts start pouring. And then some of the trolls walk up and they start ripping his guts out of his belly as his blood starts spewing everywhere. And this uh, troll leader is like, (laughs) Blood Queen, have we given enough? And he looks up and the drumming stops. Hey, I was listening to that. And then... The blood moving all through these indentations, these grooves. Barcho just like choking on his own blood as he's looking back. The blood starts swirling around and then encircling his body. It's almost like this red energy, this blood begins curdling around Barcho. His life falling out. He looks at you, he's like, Fuck you, Cedric! And then he's just a lifeless corpse. And all the blood that's surrounding begins pooling and pooling and pooling and forming into a figure in the middle of the altar. It's feminine in form. It doesn't look like a troll, but it's, and it's got two large bloody horns. And its eyes are sort of glowing this white light. And it starts to rise and the troll's just like, My queen, you have been born again. You have done well. Uh, roll perception check. Uh, 18. And you'd notice that um, there are three trolls in here. Mm-hmm. We're each standing on a different side of this um, altar. And they're each channeling the blood into her, like keeping the magical blood a- a- around so she could take form. And that's what you see around you, by the way. Aaron's going to try and break his chains. Okay. Who's on the other side of me? Yeah, Who's a there? random slave, because it was... A random human slave. Barchode was in the middle of, of yeah, us. Yeah, you, you never asked before, you're just noticing now there's just like a human there, and he's, and he's looking on, he's like, oh, I'm never going to see my family. No, probably not. <laughs> oh, well, while this Blood Queen is speaking to her trolls, what do you do? I'll probably start just rummaging through his pocket, or like, hey, what do you got? I gotta get that, what do you what? What, what? what do you mean? Well, you're just standing there. You got anything sharp? I, I have nothing in my pockets. Nothing that could help you. I, that's, uh, I just have this piece of tinsel. That's all I have. Tinsel? That'll never work. Unless... Here! <laughs> grab the tinsel. And let's go over to uh, Aronoff, mm-hmm. who is... Uh, Try trying break to break his change. change. You already rolled. I saw the roll. No! <laughs> and you fail. It's like, <laughs> yeah. he's just, you see Aronoff trying to bash at his chain to break it. And then you see Cedric and he's rolling up this tinsel and he's moving in such a way he sort of creates a key somehow with it <laughs> and begins unlocking his, his manacles. And your one left arm comes right off. And then the My blood queen just comes off. <laughs> no, the left manacle comes off you. It worked. The tinsel worked. And then uh, from from the center, you just see this blood queen speaking. She's like, 
Now, my children, we will move from this island, and we will find more slaves to sacrifice for me, and soon this world will be drenched in my unholy union. You unlock the second <laughs> manacle. <laughs> Nothing can stop me now. She's monologue, and we got some time, and I'll unlock Aaron's chains. <laughs> Aaron's chains are now unlocked, yeah. And, uh, Did you... We free, now what? And now, I will move across the sea and take back the world that damned me so long ago. Uh, well, we kind of got two options. We can either fight or just run away. You're free? Cecile, man. He's free! And just pick up a rock and hit him in the face. Oh! <laughs> and he falls down unconscious. You know best, I listen to you. <laughs> All special. That's why I picked up the rock. <laughs> okay. And he'll just be like, hmm. Looking at the rock? Very effective. And he'll throw it at one of the cultists. <laughs> Roll a uh, dex. 17. Plus your head. It's like uh, throwing a rock, right? So it's plus your dex. So what's the total? Uh, <clears throat> 22. Throw it at one of the cultists who's channeling the blood. And she's hitting the head. And she sort of falls over. You see this bloody formed um, blood queen ahead sort of swoop down a bit and then rise up. She's like, and are we... What? (laughs) What do you do now? Uh, Seeing what Cedric has done, uh, Aronov is going to actually pick up Cedric and throw him (laughs) like the rock (laughs) at the other cultist. There you go. Uh, is a 16. 16, and uh, you, you successfully threw him at the other cultist. <laughs> the other cultist, you, you uh, land upon it. It's, yeah, I just go, hey, whoa, whee! <laughs> <laughs> just fucking, like, land on its face and, <laughs> like, I'm gonna physically grab its fucking eyes and pull, pluck them out. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you, it burns in your hands as this magical energy is there, but you successfully <laughs> pull them out. Just, ah, and let's go. And then the Blood Queen goes, what? No, no one can stop my message! She just falls into a pile of blood on the ground as the last one is not enough to keep her up. The blood just splashes everywhere. All over everybody. See you later! And then this one, the blood troll who's there, it's like, My queen! You! Get him! You you should run. Uh, Aaron's actually going to dash and shoulder charge the... Uh, and at the same guy. time, all the other slaves start elbowing and fighting against <laughs> these uh, these trolls who are... Some of them are knocked off the side. A bunch of the slaves are stabbed and killed and their bodies are just tossed aside. Some of them are using the chains to wrap around the trolls' necks and choke them. This one troll who's in the center... No. No. One, one of the guard trolls walks up and says, Blood Lord Zangar, what... What do we do? He's like, where'd that little one go? They do a perception check to try to find you. 19, he sees you. There! Yeah! What are you doing? It's waving the eyes back and forth still. There! Yeah! Clear stay! Get him! He will pay! And the guard starts running up to you. <laughs> With a staff, he's just gonna try to smack you. I'm going to, um, like, because he's going, ah, I'm going to try to throw it in his mouth. <laughs> You're going to throw the eyes in his mouth? That's okay. just an weapon. You were uh, aiming, okay. So yeah, he's aiming for the mouth. Try to throw the eyeballs at him. He's coming up. You're, ah, and they, you, you, you miss hitting him in any way that they could hurt their eyeballs, but they land in his mouth. He's, ah, oh, oh. 
and he falls over. Now he's standing in front of you like this with his staff. What are you doing? I'll run up and, uh, where's Aaron? Uh, Aronov is on the other side. What are you doing, Aronov? Uh, I went and I was going to charge the leader and just shoulder charge him. Yeah, try and get him off the edge. And you do, so, uh, do a, uh, do a check. Uh, are you just a straight strength check? Yep, strength check. Uh, uh, 22. With a 22, yeah, you successfully grab him. He's like, ah! And then he looks at you, and he puts his hand upon your head, and he starts trying to cast a spell. You feel like the blood is draining from your body, your life essence. Your eyes glow red a little bit, and he's like, You beast, you will fall, and I will die! And you successfully push him off. Not today! <laughs> And he falls off. And he goes tumbling down the side. And him, him being pushed off too, it also knocked a bunch of the slaves off. There's now an opening. Just like fucking barrel of monkeys. Yeah. There's now an opening down into the into the jungle. And the slaves are all trying to fight and revolt as well. Uh, gonna There's turn, chaos. Turn around towards Cedric. Little one, this way! <laughs> you hop on his back. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> so Cedric hops up on Aronov's back. Aronov, like a large beast, just yeah, all hopping, fours. running through this jungle, <laughs> this forest. There's uh, there's snakes and there's uh, all types of different insects there. But you guys are able to successfully make it through the forest. You get back to that dock where you were. There's chaos there as well. People are screaming. A bunch of the troll women are bringing their kids inside. They're shutting the doors. And there's a, a ship coming up from. The, the water you see. Oh, so there's no ship at the dock. There right is now. a ship at the dock. It's one of the troll oh, okay. ships. Mm-hmm. Also coming in from the side, you would look out and you'd see a Wallacean ship mm. is approaching, which Cedric has a bad rep with the Wallaceans. <laughs> uh, how far away are the slaves that are currently doing what they're doing? Uh, there's slaves all around you. It's uh, like chaos. There's <laughs> people everywhere. Some of the slaves have broken free. They've picked up weapons. They're fighting back. Uh, the trolls are fighting them back. The ones that are not free, I will grab the chain that they're still linked to, and I'm going to start pulling them towards the boat. Okay. <laughs> you pick them up, they're being dragged. Ah! Yeah. Some of them are breaking their bones and everything. You're very rough. Which boat, though? Uh, the one that's at the top. Okay, because I need you to do dexterity saving throws, because the the Wallacean ships start bombarding this little village with cannon fire. Okay, so why not we fall off the dock then? So, uh, roll a dex, dex saving throw, DC 15, to try to dock these cannonballs. Whoosh! <laughs> you take 9 damage. Not oh, the right. But, what? You, you failed too? <laughs> <laughs> and you too? Well, you uh, are on my back, so. So you see the Wallacean <laughs> ships just speak. What do you want to communicate to each other? And then we'll do the cannon fire. Mm. Both options don't. Well, the Wallacean ship doesn't sound very appealing. There is that ship sitting at the harbor. It's a troll yeah. ship. Ship safe. We saved them. <laughs> ship there is safe. We saved them. Uh, uh, they don't need saving. They can save themselves. Uh, let's just go. They, 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 they'll follow us. Hey, 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 come on. Let's go. <laughs> People, stay away. And they're like, oh, okay. And some of the younger ones, the, the kids and stuff, um, are there. And uh, you're running. Uh, Cedric, do a perception check. 13. <laughs> you see a 13? Okay, you don't see anything. Never mind. There's going to be something else, but it's okay. Okay, and you guys run towards the ship. Uh, the Wallaceans are, are bombarding it. You guys roll low rolls. I'm going to yeah. say that half of the slaves you were running with are just blown up by the Wallaceans. And uh, you guys are able to just make it to the ship. But you do take some cannon damage. The harbor uh, 
planks that you're walking on are just exploding with cannon fire, and you guys eventually jump onto the ship, what's known as a troll blood ship. You know it's literally run on blood. And you approach the uh, front of the ship, you set the sails, and you go, and the ship just leaves this trail of red blood, but it moves way quicker than any other ship. Magically infused. This bull fast. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the slaves are like, where, where are we going? That way. But where? Where's our destination? Those were the Wallisians. Why didn't we go with them? They hurt us. We go away. <laughs> He's got a point. They shot at us. I guess so. Where are we going? Uh, the closest city to here is Wallace, so we should probably just go there. Then why didn't we just go with the Wallisians? You're a madman! I've been called worse. And your ship continues on <clears throat> this blood trail in the water. Into the sunset. Into the sunset as on the island is just being explosions as the blood trolls are being taken out by the Wallace Saints. And we return to Crow's Corner. And there's an even larger crowd. You're now sitting upon your throne. You're just surrounded by like three dozen uh, patrons in the bar. Pretty much everybody in the bar is listening to you now. Whoa, what a story. They escaped the Wallisians, but then they're going back to Wallace? Uh, I don't get it. Uh, well, he is rather crazy. You can say that again, says Rather. She's pouring beer for Yeah, hey, more drinks. Yes. So she's pouring out drinks to everybody. Hey, more beer. This round's on me. Tabachoed and his sacrifice. Woo! The hero! just looking around with this confused look upon his face, and he's just like, Sedwick, I didn't die. I'm here right now. I'm literally sitting here. What? You know, I can even hear him. Even now. What? Like he's still here. Listen, I was there on that blood island, but anyway, it didn't go down anything anyway, like that. <clears throat> on to my third story. Who was that guy? Who was that ape thing? And, and also, it, it, it was as if you just improvised the whole thing and, and just made it up on the spot. There's no way that one's true. Uh, uh, anyway, as I was saying, uh, let's proceed with my next story. Yeah! yeah. No, it makes no sense! <laughs> we open to the third story with... A wide shot of Wallace. The elven city. The lower districts are loud and ringing below. Cedric, you have been at Wallace for longer than you could possibly remember. Barchode always at your side here as you started doing small jobs for certain people. And then, one day, you were introduced and greeted by your new boss, Darius Longreach. He was a halfling. Short and stout, but cunning and one of the best thieves known throughout the lands. He wore a large feathered crow cape and and cloak and dark clothes, things you could never afford. And he has sent you out on a job. You, Barchode, and your ally, Aronov, uh, working now... For him, doing a job, you're on a boat, rowing through the lower sewer canals beneath Wallace. This dark-cloaked uh, halfling, Darius Longreach, has given you a job to steal the, the prime jewel from Lord Wallace's private vault 
and his plan is foolproof. You are equipped with explosives, which you are going to blow up underneath this vault. As you head towards uh, the vault now, you are on a boat. Aronov is there, and he is rowing the boat for you in, in the canals while you and Barshod are there. And you're moving through these sewer canals that are just lightly lit with some porches uh, in, in these sewers below. It absolutely reeks. Oh, gosh, it stinks. How much further is small here? <laughs> the busy city is above. You hear the sounds. It's nighttime. Um, and you guys are slowly moving, Cedric, to your destination. It really fucking reeks down here. Try having good smell. <laughs> what? Me smell more of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where the hell did you come from? Uh, Who the hell is he? It's Aronov. We met at the the, the, the sacrifice. What's that? Oh, what? The, this guy wasn't there? With, with the trolls. And, uh, the, the, the blood and... Whatever. The one where you I died. Saved the day. Whatever. And Barcho's just pinching his nose. Oh, it fucking stinks here. Listen, uh, Longreach said that uh, the bank's not too far from here. I've never set off explosives before. Neither have I. It's gonna be fun. Uh, remember, we owe him a lot of money. If we don't clear this debt, he's gonna kill us. He can try. A lot of people try to kill me. It's something I've learned. Except... You guys keep rowing and, and moving through these different canals until you reach what you believe to be the bank above you. There's a large X marked on the top. So that's... uh. That's it. Uh-huh. He picks up the uh, small little gunpowder barrels. Cedric, you're, you're the skillful one. I ate too many cupcakes today. I can't get up there. Is the explosive sticky at all? You pick up the explosive, you would uh, see there is some sort of gooey, gluey adhesive on the side so they could stick. Aronov's going to take one of the explosives, stand up in the boat, uh, and reach up and... Climb up to to the, to the roof and just stick it on, and then jump back down. That would take an acrobatics check. Mm-hmm. Eight, eight. Okay. <laughs> you see Aronoff pick it up, and he starts oh, sort of hopping in the boat, <coughs> <coughs> trying to reach it, but he can't. The boat's shifting. Oh fuck! Oh, oh. come on, man! It's too high. That gives me an idea, and then I'll climb up him and. <laughs> <laughs> And you stick on an explosive. Barcode starts passing them up to Aronov, who passes them up to Cedric, and Cedric just places them. Okay. Now, what's the plan? I don't know. I already lit the fuse. We should probably really move. Why? What's up? The fuse is lit. Get us out! Okay, we go. Get us out of here! Sort of rule. Do a dex check to see if you can make it out before the explosion. Uh. Yep. No, just him. He's rowing. <laughs> you, you, you Dex or strength? It's up to you. Uh, it's the same either way. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, 21. Okay, so you successfully... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, <laughs> and you get away. And... There's an explosion. Yeah. In hindsight, I probably should have told you before I lit the fuse, but I got a little excited. Yeah, Cedric. That, that would have been amazing. My ears rang it loud. Everybody in this town's gonna know that we just blew that up. We gotta go get that jewel. Alright, let's go. I will. Again, me. again. I pick up Cedric and I just toss him up. Whee! Can you, like. So, yeah, you, you chuck Cedric, do a dex check, please. 
Uh, so that would be a 13. <laughs> Cedric, he, not well. <laughs> he picks you up by the scruff of your cloak without, without uh, warning and chucks you. You do an acrobatics check. That's uh, 21. And you successfully uh, jump up. You, you fall into uh, wh- what is the vault. You land there. You make it? Yeah, it's really dark in here, though. That, okay, I see good. It is very, very dark in there. And you do, do hear uh, horns being rung outside as people are now detecting this uh, this explosion, which has occurred. And the guards are looking for where it came from. You, then we gotta get you up there, and off. Go! Okay, I, I jump. <laughs> An acrobatics <laughs> check. Try to jump again. Uh, 20. Wow, natural? No. That tw- with both, that's a okay. 16. Plus. Either way, you just, and the boat sinks down, Bartram's like, oh, and then you leap up and you land. As he's jumping, I'll drop the rope. Like, Next time. <laughs> we'll, we'll just keep that there. I'll, I'll keep watch. Just hurry up. You guys are now inside of this vault. Yep. There's gold everywhere, jewels. But you said it was pitch black. Yeah, yep, I'm just telling you what you see. Okay. I don't have dark vision. I do. He doesn't have dark vision, but uh, you can only see what is coming from the light from below. That's all you see. This is completely pitch black in here. And uh, you would see jewels, gold, there's all types of different valuables here. This is If there was a vault for a lord of Wallace, definitely this is it. You are definitely in the right spot. Okay, Aronoff's just going to start picking up jewels. This one? This one? Oh, that's one. not it. That's not it. <laughs> As you're you're just going through, you, you can't even see them, Cedric. You're just shoving gold into your pockets. Do an investigation check, both of you. Okay. Uh, 19. 16. I couldn't find my intelligence. <laughs> Where did it go? Yeah. Okay, uh, Cedric, you're rummaging through. Uh, and you just hear Butcher from below. Why don't you light a torch? No time, no time. <laughs> you're just <laughs> dipping yourself into gold now as you're just grabbing these things. You see different uh, artifacts in there. I climb a mound and I see something, I guess? Uh, yep. You climb a mound and then you see it's glowing. And Cedric, you would even see this glowing green light upon Ar- uh, Aronoff's face. Hey, the, 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 it's shiny, the, the, the glow over here. You pick it up, this jewel is massive, like the size of a basketball. And it is just, it's jade, and it's glowing green. Yeah, I, I think this, is, this one real shiny. That's the one. That's oh, the one. Okay, okay, if for you, catch. Uh, I'm going to toss it towards Cedric. <laughs> yeah, and Cedric sort of falls back, and <laughs> falls onto him, he's in a heap of gold, and you fall him back. I can him. die a happy man. <laughs> no, we got to go now. I'd be pinned. I have negative strength. <laughs> you can't really actually hold it, so I threw it in for no reason. You pick but it up and pick uh, him up, yeah. And then you pick up the jewel, and I'm going to say you just you take the rope down, and you just jump back. I'm going to toss him to. Yeah, yeah we're just going to. I'm going to crave it. gets crushed by the jewel on the boat. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh. Good catch. I imagine it's just kind of like him like picking me up and just like. Yeah. And then you, you, you notice that you've uh, you hit something on your foot. Yeah, you that you that was revealed when you crashed into all the gold. There's an item there. So I'll look down and investigate. Okay. Sixteen plus. And you pick it up. You would see. It looks like a red jeweled eye with a gold symbol wrapped around it, made of gold. Looks like it could be used as a talisman or something. I will pick it up. And when you hold it in your hands, you hear a voice that says, "You have found me." What? You have found me. Uh, you will be rewarded now. I, I like rewards. 
Reward? What? No, we have to go, Cedric. But he, he's talking about someone's going to reward me. I will reward you. Aronov, you do see the red thing is glowing, but you uh, don't. Okay, you don't hear anything. You don't really hear anything. Every time it speaks, it glows. It's just like, you will be rewarded for finding me. I will tell you your future. Okay. <laughs> but you will lose me, and you will, you will not be able to sell me. Mm. I was created long ago by a master to tell the future for one individual before I was stolen and placed here. My only purpose to tell someone their future. Please, let me tell you your future. Cedric, we go now. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Uh, no spoilers, though. Spoiler-free future, of course. Oh, it says as it <laughs> seems to be orgasmically happy. It gets to finally fulfill its purpose. I have been in that gold pile for far too long. Stare into my eye, and the red glow starts glowing, glowing, glowing into your face. You just smile, and then it just speaks to you. You have lived a life of thievery and death. If you do not move from this path, it will consume you. Consume me? Darkness will encroach the world upon the time of your fourth death. Will you know the consequences of all you have done? My fourth death? I'm gonna die four times? And then it just and melts into boiling hot gold in your hand. Just, ah! <laughs> and it disappears. Oh, I'm sure glad that wasn't cryptic or anything. <laughs> Who you talk to? Da, 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 da. Guys! They're here! And there's boats coming up to Barcho with oh, the guards. God. Hurry! Just like, jump through the hole. <laughs> you jump through the hole, you guys get into the boat, you yep. start rowing away, the guards are coming, you end up coming, uh, traveling up the canal, they're shouting at you, Stop there! Stop there! You, a few of them are shooting bows. Do we have any explosives left? You have two explosives left. I think we use again! Hang on, hang on. Just... <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing? The big boom! <laughs> I'm gonna toss it behind us. Yeah, yeah, yeah at them or try and just create a, a We'll diversion. see what happens. Uh, 17. With a 17, yeah, you toss it, it hits the wall on the walls of this canal. Mm -hmm. And then as the ship is coming up, it blows up. Pretty good, good timing. And then a flow of water starts shooting through the wall. And your boats push forward as water starts gushing out of this canal. And you guys are moving at lightning speed out. Bartow's like, ah! And you all need to do a deck saving throw. Bartow rolls a three. He's holding onto the boat. He's like, ah! And then disappears. And it's gone. Natural 20. Natural 20? Oh, okay, you're, you're definitely holding on. You want to catch me? As, as he flies by me. No, you come back! And you grab Bartow <laughs> and you put him back in front of you. Yeah. Thought I was going to die. And, I got a 29. Yeah, you natural. definitely... Uh, make it as well as the boat falls out of the canal just outside of the docks in the exit of the sewer canal and you guys are just the boat stops did we do it can we do it again that's fine <laughs> wait do we still have the, the, the thing where the thing oh it's it's right here oh i can't pick it up hey <laughs> we <laughs> oh that thing looks valuable this will definitely pay off our debt although it is really shiny and then you hear commotion. 
Get in formation! And all along the edge above the canal are about 30 elven archers. Then four elven ships show up at the harbor. They're all pointing their cannons at you. Imagine your boat's just sitting in the center. You're now surrounded. Going out towards the ocean, you have these four boats there all pointing cannons at you. These elven archers behind you all pointing at you. Oh, oh God, oh God. And then uh, from the side, more, more elves are coming. They're holding spears and they're ready to toss them at you. Then flying through the sky are griffins. And elven riders on griffins. And they're all floating above you now as well. Cedric, you brought your brown pants, Bachoed. He's like, oh. Do we row or do we swim? And then we cut back to Crow's Corner. And then we escaped. Wait, what? That's how it ended? But. Wow, what a story. Amazing. <laughs> how did they do it? Oh my god. Uh, you know, Cedric, I don't remember all those details being in there, but, uh, you know, I, I mean, I guess. Um, I mean, that one's definitely a lie, though. I. I do you not understand the game? Uh, no, you don't remember because you were dead in the other one, so that's why you don't remember You it. didn't tell them the most amazing uh, part about the epic way in which we escaped from all of that. Yeah, we want to hear that! Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> Cedric gets off his throne <laughs> and begins walking towards his back room, and Barchode follows him. Uh, well, story time's over, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, hey can we do it hey, next week? Do it really again. Good. Come on, more stories. And Rathy walks up and says, Someone's here to see you. Are they armed? Called, apparently, brought them in by ship. Apparently, I don't know, they're from the uh, the Shadow Syndicate. Sure, they're waiting in your office. <laughs> What's going on? I'm just thinking of how I'm going to kill them. <laughs> and he'll just walk in. <laughs> and you walk in, you see two darkly robed people, two tieflings. One of them has a monocle upon his face. They turn around. Ah, so this is the chamber of the great Cedric Crow. As he moves his hand across the war table and then knocks over some of the little tokens there. Hey, that's mine. No. They're ours. I'm sure you know where we're from. And I'm sure you've been receiving our letters. Uh, I don't know how to read, so... It's it's true. He's, he's terrible at reading. I have to read everything for him. Most of the time I just pretend and people just go with it. Enough of your foolishness, Cedric Crow. We're here to collect. I've been sent by you-know-who. And if you don't pay up now, then the Shadow Syndicate will be on your tail. You're gonna have to be more specific. I owe a lot of people a lot of money. Moves his cloak aside and you see a large glowing red sword. I'll be specific. Where's our money? If you don't give it to me, I'll kill you. And the other one's standing there and he's holding two daggers at his side. Hmm. And Barchoad's like... Oh, fuck. Ah, I know how. I'm, I'm gonna back out of here. And he'll just kind of swing the door closed. The door just swings closed. And then... You owe us over 250,000 gold. Not 
even the two properties that you own are worth half of that. Not to mention, I'm sure you owe other money to other organizations. Isn't that right, Morgan? Nah. Yes, Morgan there. One of the greatest assassins in the land. The greatest tiefling assassin. There's no way you could take us, Cedric Crow. Challenge accepted! What? I'm gonna roll for stealth. There we go. 21. 21? <laughs> oh no, a low roll. Still above a 20. It looks over. I have an 11 base roll. So that's what I'm gonna say happens. You roll for stealth, and I'm gonna say when you say challenge accepted, I'm gonna say uh, they look at each other. <laughs> they look back and you're gone. There's just bar jump going. I don't know where he is. I didn't see him. Takes out this red sword that's glowing with this bloody energy. This red energy. I've heard about you. He's walking around the room. I know your skills. I know you're a master of the shadows, they say. But trust me, you have never faced anyone like me. What? Stop talking. Man. Wait. You. Who's speaking? What the. Who's that? Looking around. He looks in that direction. Oh. He looks like he's gonna try to cast a spell. Hey, I got you. What? And then as he turns around, I'm just gonna stab him right in the fucking eye. What? Ah! Right in his monocle. It goes through his monocle into his eye. The glass is just shattered. Oh! Get him! That one comes up with the daggers, trying to stab at you. Uh, dude, competing uh, dex checks. Oh fuck. You have advantage, though, it's your layer. I roll a three anyway. No, no, we're, we're and then, Okay. So, you two are just. You, you go at him with your daggers. You two are having this little battle with daggers. You're hopping around onto the table. You flip around. You're slicing him. Your daggers are just banging against. And this other tiefling is holding his eyes. Like, and he starts moving towards the door. No. I will return. I want and I will bring. Forty of our men. Just made me the Shadow Syndicate will know what you've done. Think of something that I want to have like built into my lair, like a trap door, like like a fucking Mr. Burns. Absolutely. Yeah, oh. yeah. <sighs> Barchub's like in the corner, like I don't want anything to do with this. It's all about Cedric, not me. Come on now. I'm really glad you didn't move this token. It would have ruined my surprise, and I'll just hit it. You hit a token that then a trap door opens up beneath this gentleman. He looks down. What's in, what's under there? I want to say one of those fucking ooze things, or like. Something like just awful, like the worst fucking like a slow. Okay, he he death. he goes to fall down, and he's just holding uh, himself at the sides. He's not actually falling. He's like, oh, and he looks down. He just sees an oozing ichor is under there. It looks bloody and red. I almost picture it like the fucking sarlacc pit. No, he looks down. He just sees this oozing ichor. This this ichor is just thick and full of skeletal remains of different things, weapons and everything that are just eroding and being digested by it. And little strains of the picker reaching up, grasping at this guy's legs as he's holding himself in the hole, like, at the sides, his arms at each side. He's like, oh, no, no! And then you're, you're, ba- you're battling against uh, the, the, the second tiefling. So I'll, um, I'll uh, uppercut him with my ring of the ram. Yep. You're fighting him with these daggers. He's, like, very swift and everything. And uh, you're fighting against the best tiefling 
assassin in the lands that the Shadow Syndicate has, so be it. And what do you do? I'll uh, kind of like and disarm one of his hands. And then... Something he does not expect. His, his blade falls to the side. And with, with that same motion, just kind of... Boom! You would never have expected a ram to appear. <laughs> and he goes flying up into the ceiling. He crushes against it. Some of the stone just rumbles. And then he falls. he's falling down. Um, have him land on me. Yeah, he lands down on you. Crush. And then just come up. And then you put both blades up and slice them to the side. This guy's cut directly in half and you just emerge from his body. His body is just twitching on the ground there as you come out and you're just covered in guts and blood. And then you'll turn to Barchod with that same smile. Barchod's like, I believe it, I believe it all. I believe it, I believe it all. Oh, God. And you start walking towards this tiefling who's being pulled down, but he's holding himself up. He's like, "Ah, you, you could never afford to stop them. You'd have to rob a bank in order to do it. Hey, that's a good idea. What? What? What is? I'm gonna rob a bank, and then I was cut off one of his fingers. Listen, I could talk to them. You don't need to kill me. That's not fun. Don't. It's been a while since I fed Mr. Fuzzy down there. You just see these tendrils of icker start climbing up his back and around his neck. No. You just hear crunch, crunch, crunch. As his body is being pulled and crunched. <laughs> Trap door just like a moving stone. Sedwick, um, I'll be clean up, but is this going to be a daily occurrence? I mean, how are we going to pay these guys off? Well, and smiling with blood all over you. The tiefling had a good idea. We're going to rob a bank. Not again. That's what we're going to end the episode. Alright, I want to thank everybody for listening to this origin episode about Cedric. As crazy and meta and fourth wall breaking it was. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Stubborn Heroes. You can follow Cedric. I'm Cedric Quo. I always say at Cedric now, not Billy. Yep, at, at Cedric Crow. And you can follow our guest here, Eric Smolowski. At uh, Real Murderbus on Twitter. You can also fo- follow myself at um, Endless Reaper, and you can find us at potentiallyharmful.simplecast.fm. Thanks again. Yep, and until next time, bye. Bye. bye.